senior moment brain freeze but I don't know about you and I I don't have no problem crying out for help none I've been crying out for help all my life all my existence I've been needing God's help to help me to get through another day the Bible said David said I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord and then make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. I don't know how you interpret that joyful noise. But you know how I interpret it. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. God is a good God. Who else woke us up this morning? Who started you on your way? Who kept your clothes in your right mind? Who gave you the use and activity of your limbs? And who allowed you just to keep on your golden days and years to keep on rolling on just a little while longer? It is good. There's nothing, you know, you know what I, I understand? I understand that none of us got x-ray machines to really see what's going on in here. We don't know we, we don't know whether our arteries are almost clogged. We don't know if the heart is whatever it's doing in there. We don't know how the blood is flowing through our veins. We don't know what the lungs are doing with their kids. Now they're doing okay for now. But you don't know what's happening here. But guess who knows? God knows. He's the great physician. And he knows all about his children. And it's so good to have you here this morning, our visitors and our friends. And we're just so thankful that you've come our way to worship the great God of heaven with us in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him with in spirit and in truth. Got visitors here and it's so good to have them. I see uh, all the way from uh, Orlando, Florida. We got, we, we, we got Fred and Kelly. Neil in the house, and it's so good to have him here. they from the South Side Church of Christ. And when you go down there, well, you better like singing. Well, because my goodness gracious, they will sing you out the door, in the door, around the building. I tell you the truth. Just praising God and having favor with all, and, 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 and they can sing. And they're so thankful to God for that. And you know, and, and, and I, that's the beautiful thing I love about Christ. You ain't even got to be able to sing. To sing. Just open your mouth. Whatever sound come out, it's okay when you're singing for God. Because our God is an awesome, and God, and God designed it that way. He said, come before his presence with singing. Now, he, said, he said that despite he know everybody can't sing. Just let some noise come out. And whatever noise come out, just make it loud noise. It doesn't matter, but don't be shy about it. We, 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 we ain't shy about nothing else. But sometimes when we pray to God, we, we get shy. Like, I don't want to sing that loud. I don't want to disturb nobody. Well, listen, long as God is happy, I think you're going to be all right. So remember the praise is high. Remember the praise his holy name. Want to just remember uh, in our prayers, um, 
the radio program yesterday, uh, Sister Cooper and myself were there. It was outstanding. We had a good, them phone lines lighting up all over the place. She can't even get to them. In time. I got to say, just hold on. She'll be with you in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Just people interested. In, and it's so good to have people who are interested. In, and as we get people that are interested, we got to make sure that we're still in the business of saving souls and keeping souls safe. What I mean is, as these phone calls pile up, we're going to need some help. So right now, when they pile and we get all the call, Sister Cooper runs the call up to Sister Pam King. And she sends them out quick as she can to make sure they get them as quick as they can. But you know what? Sometimes we got to be ready, especially those of you who have already been through Fishers of Men. You've been through Muscle and the Shovel. You've been through the, the film strips. So you've been through all these things. I want you to get ready. Because when the names pile up, don't be surprised when, 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 when Brother Claiborne or myself, Brother Phil, somebody hand you a ticket. And in the ticket, it says, will you follow up with this individual to make sure they receive the course, that they're doing the course, that they need to send back the course? And, and can we invite you to can, can we come out and see you to go over the course with you? Or can we invite you to our place of worship? That's it. We getting the names. Now, we just got to get the laborers. The harvest is still plentiful. But the laborers. They're few. So good. We've been getting you ready for years for this. So get ready. Don't be ducking out when you see him coming with the thing in his hand. Don't act like you don't see him. Don't talk to somebody else. No, no, no. Get ready. Because saving souls and keeping souls, that's the business of the church of Christ. That's exactly why we everything else is second by uh, helping people to be, be taught the gospel, to be baptized, and to be in Christ is our responsibility. So we're thankful for that. We're also thankful for those couples who are, who, who, who are going through struggle in your relationship. Oh, you got to see fireproof. Amen. And, and, and Brother Sister McNeil had it in the, they had it for us in the building. We didn't get a lot of a, 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 a attendance on that, but they ain't going to stop us. Amen. Because marriages need tune-ups. Marriages get stale. Marriages get boring sometimes. See, I'm trying to show you when I get up here and preach all the time. I try to show you that uh, 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 you got to do it right. Got to do it. So you, 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 you can have a off, some off weeks. That just come with the territory. Come on now. Even if you ain't mine, you have all weeks. You look in the mirror, don't even like you. <laughs> even if you ain't got nobody, you have off weeks. Trying to run from you. So if you can't even deal with you 24-7 every day, imagine two trying to get along. But that's where love comes in. When the love is right, off days are excused. When the love is right, off weeks are excused. Getting lower and lower. I ain't going to go no further than that. But love is right. It's going it's to be all right. But see, that's why you got to stay, stay around God's word. Because God's word has the answer. So, brothers and sisters, we're going to get some people down there to, to, with these marriages. We're going to get them tuned up. They, I asked them if they look, in, even to a, look into a marriage retreat or something. That we can get away from the building and go and, 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 and revitalize our relationships. Oh, church, 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 church. But I'm excited about it. Y'all look that up. We, that's right. And not only that, um, we were not able, because of Sister Ville being in the hospital and other scheduling conflicts, we moved back our leadership 
uh, planning meeting to December the 10th, December the 10th. And we're actually going to have it over in the chapel because they're going to be taking pictures in over here in this room back there. So we're going to have it over in the chapel. Uh, get your budgets in. Get your budgets in so we know exactly what you're going to need uh, for, for your ministry. We're not funding every ministry. Okay. I'm saying get your budget, budgets in so we can know where, where your mind is. We can kind of know what you're thinking about. And we're going to do the best we can. And, and uh, 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 we're going to work it out. And uh, Chris is there to make sure that we kind of keep it in line and be able to get, 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 get the things you need. But at the same time, we also have to be able to be self-reliant in our ministries as well. Is that all right? Amen. And the last thing that I'm liking this, uh, 20, uh, 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 2017. We've already started now. It's going to be our year to get out the pews. Out the pews. Out the pews. And it's already started. Sandtown, with all the clothes that we've gave, given, they went down there. Yes, they did. And, they, and you know, Facebook is all on Facebook. They people, they had, the crowds came pouring in. And they, they would study all day long. To get to pick up and to see that the Church of Christ is in the neighborhood and the Church of Christ is trying to make a difference. I thank Brother Worley and Sister Worley and for their team for going down there with the, our, our sure blessings people and, 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 and our, our older saints was down there as well. I uh, saw y'all all on Facebook. You can say, let me tell you, you be good out there. I got boy, everywhere. That's right. So, 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 so. let your light shine. Because somebody's going to get you on candy camera. Right and y'all were looking good down there, handing out things, and the people look like they're interested. So let's pray for that. Out of the pew, get in the community, get in the neighborhood. Let's go bring whosoever will to Jesus, Amen. that they may obey the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. I want you to turn your attention, if you will, to Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. There's something that we need to recognize about Almighty God. And that is that God who made us is a God who, because we're his offspring, he has emotions just like we got emotions. He has intellect just like we have intellect. He has will just like we have will because we are made after his image. And when I talk about God having um, 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 uh, emotions. God, as he helps and watches his children, are watching our hearts to see if we're doing what we are doing from our hearts. He, he wants to see if the love we have for him, where does it come from? Where does it start from? Is it a love from the heart? Or is it just, is it just kind of like a marriage that, that, that you get stale, that you don't want no more, but you feel stuck? I mean, is your relationship with God like that? It's like you can't go nowhere because you don't want to go to hell, but you ain't really trying to get with this. So you're kind of somewhere just hanging around the kingdom and hanging around the house just waiting for judgment day to come to see whatever happens. And I'm saying God feels some kind of way about that. 
He's an emotional God. He, he feels, he, he feels, somebody said, he feels a, a certain kind of way. And the reason you know he feels a certain kind of way is because he commanded in his word, whether it be in First Thessalonians chapter 5, where he says, be thankful. Whether it's in Colossians 3.15, be thankful. Whether it's going through the Gospels where he says, I want my children, no matter what's going on, no matter what situation, no matter what circumstance, to remember that I am God and to be thankful. See, the reason God wants us to be thankful is because it is something about gratitude and thankfulness or just saying thank you, Lord, that stirs up God's emotions. But sometimes we withhold gratitude and thankfulness because some kind of way we it's got, we, 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 we make it a marriage, something that has to be earned. You got to earn my thankfulness. We make it, it's like you got to merit it. Like, you know, it just, I just don't say thank you for no reason at all. You got to earn it. And God feels a certain way about an attitude like that. In fact, in the text here, in the text, in the text, and if you're taking notes, Put down in the note, this is called the power of thank you. The power of thank you. When you understand the text that was read into your hearing, I'll read it once more for emphasis sake in Luke chapter 17, verse 6. And the Lord said, if ye had faith as the grain of mustard seed, because remember, in verse 5, the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. Because they were feeling a certain kind of way as they traveled with Jesus, as though they were like putting a lot of work into this thing and wanted to know where do we stand. And God has to help them understand, you stand the same place you stood when I met you. And that is in need of a savior, in need of deliverance, in need of... Of a God. The text says he gave him this parable. Verse 6. And the Lord said, if ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto this uh, 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 sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it shall obey you. So first he's letting them know that just by connecting with me, connecting with my father, you always have, you got access to more than you could ever do on your own, more than you could ever be on your own. Then he goes on and says here, at verse number seven, he said, but which of you, having a servant plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him, by and by, when he comes from the field, go and sit down to meet, and will not rather say unto him, make ready therewith I may sup. And gird thyself and serve me, till I have eaten and drinking, and afterwards thou shalt eat and drink. Do you think that servant, because 
he did the things that were commanded him? Do you think, do, do he think that servant, because he did the things that were commanded him? He said, I think not. I think that. That means that you think he deserves some bonus? Oh, y'all didn't got it yet. Y'all didn't got it yet. Let's listen, listen, listen. So likewise, you, talking to his apostles, when ye shall have done all those things which you are commanded, you say we are still or we are unprofitable servants and we have done that which was our duty to do. Amen. Amen. Okay. Probably I don't understand that text. So what is God saying? You understand in a minute. Listen, listen, listen. What he's trying to help you to understand is, is that there is no way we can save ourselves. It is absolutely impossible. We are God's children. We are not the parent. We are God's servant. We are not the master. We are God's property. He owns us. So because of that, even I don't care how much we do in this life, and he wants us to do whatever we do because we love him, not because we're trying to earn something. But still, no matter how much we do, we still unprofitable. We still are in the same situation we've always been without God. So Jesus... Wanted to make sure that they understood that. So what happened is, the Bible said here, he wanted to give them a story. Kind of a parable, it's not a parable, kind of like a parable. Something to illustrate what he just told them. And he says here, verse 11, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. First thing we need to understand is, is that Jesus has always been humble to his father. Jesus has always been gentle and grateful to his father. Humility is huge because he realized he's the son and he's not the father. Even when he was up on that cross, he could have called 10,000 angels to let him, to loose him and let him go. But because that being on the cross to die for us was the will of the Father, he hung there and took it as being the Son who's serving his Father. So here he goes through Samaria and Galilee. Samaria on one side, Galilee on the other side. Now, you got to know the difference between the two. You got Galilee where the Jews live and Samaria where the Samaritans live. And these guys don't like each other. So Jesus chose. It wasn't an accident he's walking this way. Jesus chose to walk this way. And what he's going to do is he said, I'm going to live out. Rather than tell you a story, I'm going to live out a story. So you can see with your own eyes how emotional God is about those who don't understand he deserves thankfulness. He deserves us to have gratitude. He deserves us to be humble. He deserves us to be meek. The text says here, verse 12, and he, he, when he entered into a certain village, there meant 
him 10 men. Hold it. He's not in the village yet. He's going into the village. And as he goes into the village, he sees these 10 men. They were lepers. Now, they weren't near him because the law of Moses was that they cannot come near anyone who's clean. They have to yell out, unclean, unclean. So everybody would know to stay away from them. But even though these men were unclean and even though they were lepers, they had enough sense that when they saw Jesus, because first you got to understand, Jesus' reputation was already out in Jerusalem. That he was the healer, he was the miracle worker, he was the great teacher. So when these individuals saw him, they knew that they were in bad shape. So they said in verse 13, and they lifted their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Some of us, we get in situations when, where, where, where we show enough in trouble. And don't even have a heart. Don't even have a mind to yell out when you show enough in trouble. God, help me. There are folk that know that death is at the door and still will stand there and won't make no change. No, it's at the door. That is because when you have a heart that you may think you understand. But many times you don't recognize what's really going on. You may see everybody recognize or well, those there are many who recognize they need to get close to God. But their problem is they don't understand why. And then those who might understand why but won't recognize their situation. See, unless you understand your situation. Listen, Thursday, many of us are going to be with our families. And we're going to be there and, 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 because it's a time to come and, and just pray for each other and, th and, and thank God for family. But there's always those who like, show up like they got a right to be here. Those who show up as if, why ain't nobody called me all year long? Those who show up with a mentality, I ain't thankful. I'm just here for supper. Oh, yes, that's real life. See, because they don't understand, they don't recognize the power of just saying thank you. Here, these men had enough sense to cry out. They said, Lord, have mercy on us. They had a contagious disease. They were outcasts. They, they had no family, no friends. They were in trouble, and they yelled out, Lord, help us. They understood their situation, but they didn't recognize the big picture. Sometimes we don't recognize the big picture. You're looking at a microcosm and think that's the whole story. 
So Jesus, because he got all this power, when he saw them, they're at distance now, he said unto them, go show yourself unto the priests. That's it. You got to recognize, number one, God got a power to speak a word and change your life. God has given words in this Bible that sometimes you can be having a bad day, but just one verse, just one text of scripture, just one maybe word in here change your life. In fact, in fact, in fact, we got a we got a, a word that the angels can't even sing. Redeemed. 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 Watch it now. Go show yourself to the priest. And it came to pass. Watch this. As they went, they were cleansed. As they was walking, stuff started changing on them. See, unless you see, some of us, if we really looked at our life, God's been shown off good to us over the years. If we look at our life, God has shown off blessed us over the years. He may not have done it in an instant, but day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, He's been shown a blessing and blessing and blessing and blessing and blessing. As we was going on our way in our lives. That's how that's it. But too many of us, if it's not this one big thing that I want right now, God ain't good. Because why didn't he do this? Well, God is not on your time. God told these ten lepers. Go show yourself to the priests. Thank God they were obedient. Some of us get a word from God and won't move. I know that's going to work. But I know they say all things work together for good. All things ain't good in my life. I just said God won't put no more on me than he can bear. But he put a lot of stuff on me that I can't bear. (laughs) You don't recognize that God's been good to you every day of your life, even though every day wasn't a good day. But he's been good every day of your life. Watch the text. Watch the text. Go show yourself to the priest. And it came to pass, as they went, they were clean. Fifteen. And one of them, one of them, when he saw he was healed, Turn back. Hold it. Hold it. One. One really understood what just happened. See, sometimes we can we can get so down in a day. Yet we recognize what's happened in a lifetime. This man, as he's walking along. Everybody's changing, but he's looking at this saying, what is this? This is wonderful. This is marvelous. This is magnanimous. 
was doing for us in our life, we would not only thank him on a Thursday, we thank him on a Friday, we thank him on a Sunday, we thank him on a Sunday, we thank him on a Monday, Tuesday, where we just can't stop thanking him. If we really knew what God, if we, oh Lord, if we really knew, but we live our little old lives, not counting our blessings, but counting our issues. This ain't right. That ain't right. This ain't right. That ain't right. When your blessing list is this long. One, one leper, one leper looked at himself, see his healing, and say, I got to go back. He said, I got, this is too much. I got to go back. Look at the text. He went back and with a loud voice. Oh, church. That's why I can't understand people who whisper when they sing. That's why I can't understand. I, I don't, you don't know. Now, let, brother, let, me, let, me, let me say this. Now, if you just got that nature where you just okay singing low, ain't nothing wrong with that. But, 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 but don't be mad at the ones who just got to sing out. Because they reckon this man, now look at the text. I ain't write this in here. This man came back. It was only him, Jesus, and his apostles. He could have said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why is he screaming? Why is he yelling? Glorify God. Glorify God. What is that all about? It's because he recognized what had just happened to him. He's, he's, his mind is blown. The Lord put the word in here. With a loud voice, he glorified. That means thanked. Thank you. Fifteen. 16. Not only did he turn back and with a loud voice glorify God. What else did he do, Claiborne? And fell down on his face. Holy! Oh, y'all, Lord, have mercy. I guess we ain't never been there before. But God has blessed you so much, all you can do is cry. Anybody ever have something happen to them where you know it's only God that did this? Maybe your baby was sick and the doctor said your baby might not live. And then 20 oh, hours late, two hours late, come back and say we saved him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You have your eyes closed. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can't believe it. Amen. This leper was tired of being a leper. He's tired of being ostracized. He's tired of being away from his family. He's tired of being away from his friends. He's tired of being away from everybody. He just want to go home. Oh, look at the text. Look at the text. Look at the text. Now the text says here, he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And listen, I like this part. And he came from the wrong side of the tracks. You would think that the Jews, the people who to have this understanding.
understanding and this great uh, recognition and this great revelation about God, you think those nine would come back. But you know who those nine remind me of? They remind me of us. Saved on our way to heaven. Got God on our side. In the church you can read about in the Bible. But get to a point where when God does something that is super wonderful to us, it's just like he's supposed to do that. I learned to expect that. But no, no, let's look at the text. Let's look at the text. Let's look at the text. Now, 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 now. the Samaritan came in. Now, watch Jesus' posture now. Watch his disposition. Watch his attitude now. The Bible said, verse 17, and Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? Jesus said, weren't there ten? Weren't there This it? This, 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 y'all went all went through the same yeah. transformation. Okay. Y'all was always in the same situation. Right. Y'all was all in the same circumstances. Yeah. Weren't there ten yeah. cleansed? Yeah. And then he said here, if you look down here, he says, where are, uh, were there not ten cleansed? Now, but where are the nine? Where they at? He said, where are they? Eighteen. There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this one stranger. Jesus do not like this. Jesus feeling a certain kind of way about this. He's feeling a certain kind of way about unthankfulness, about ungratefulness, about about ingratitude, about about just you just couldn't come back and say thank you look at the text look at the jesus why are you pulling this out he said i'm pulling this out because what i told you earlier about the men who had to serve it in the field who came back and he still had to get the master food ready gird himself serve the master then he could eat why because no matter what he's still a debtor no matter what we do all the days of our lives, we owe God. No matter what you do, no matter what I do, no matter what, I owe God everything. Everything. Good times, I love them. Bad times, I love them. In the middle, I love them. When the bills are paid, I love them. When I'm broke, I love them. When I got food, I love them. When I ain't got no food, I love them. When he healed me, I love him. If he don't heal me, I love him. Oh, church. See, this, this is hard. See, Sometimes this is hard to process only because sometimes our humanity makes us feel like, well, I, I am doing something. 
I come to church, I come to Bible class, I, I serve the communion, I usher, I preach, I teach, I sing, I, I live right, I treat everybody right, I, I treat my wife right, I treat my children right, and, and I, I'm responsible, I save, and we got this whole big list, why we? Think we okay? Not realizing one word from Jesus can strip all that away from us. And then God wants to see how you act. Everybody can be happy in good times. Everybody be happy when you got much to eat, when you got income, you got your, your marriage is going good, the children acting right, your health is acting right, the job promoting you. Everybody can be good. God, who can't be good with that? Everybody, I'm glad. That is not the issue. The issue is, can you be grateful when the world is turning upside down? Can you be grateful in your storm? Can you be grateful when the rain falls? Can you be grateful when the floods rise? Can you be grateful when you're lonely? Can you be grateful when you're sad? Can you be grateful when you're downhearted? Can you be grateful when things ain't going right? That takes work. That takes determination. That takes intentionality. He said, they are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, the stranger. He said, arise, go thy way. Thy faith have made you whole. That's all he wanted, church, was I thank you. That's all he wanted was thank you. That's all he wanted was thank you. He said, you've done well. Your faith has made you whole. I wonder how God on the throne feel right now about his church. Whether or not they can thank him no matter what. They can glorify him no matter what. No, he came and said, Jesus, thank you. All Jesus said was, arise, go thy way. He didn't say, well, I'm glad you came back. You know, I ain't really had to do that, but I did it because I love you. But, you know, I don't know. All God wants from us is us to have a thankful heart. Isn't that beautiful? That's all, that's all he desires. That when he looked in our hearts, that our hearts, thankful that we believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that we obey his gospel, that we're baptized into Christ and that we are thankful. See, a lot of times, a lot of other stuff, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Listen, a lot of, a lot, a lot of the bonus stuff, the bonus stuff, what what you mean bonus? You can go to heaven on your bed of affliction just as easy as you go walking around healthy. None of that move God. None of that move God. Hey, somebody said, huh? None of that move God. Lazarus in John and Luke 16 was a servant of God. 
but had sores all over his body. He had so many sores until the dogs licked his sores and it felt good to him. But he was still God's man. Didn't want to be in that situation, but thank God for just being his Lord and Savior. You got the rich man who got everything. Except God in his life. Was not grateful. I'm going to, I got all this stuff and I'm going to get some more stuff. But guess what? Both of them got called home. First Lazarus, then the rich man. The one who went through the storms up here, he was down there in peace. In Abraham's bosom. I can see him underneath the tree of life, probably throwing up green grapes. I can see him putting his hand over and the water. I say, Abraham, excuse me. Uh, get a little bit of the water. Sweet. And he know he's going to have that for eternity. Because he went through the storm he needed to go through. Church, be thankful. And on Thursday with your family, don't forget to say thank you. Don't forget to say thank you. Somebody said, well, I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to say thank you to God. Good. But say thank you to the whole family. Because like it or not, Uncle Bubba is still family. Aunt Ruth still family. Lord Junior, who thanked the world, owe him something. He's still family. Little baby girl. Who thinks she got Lauren and just ain't got she ain't got nothing to say to nobody. Still family. Amen. But brother, I don't understand. Hold on. I don't know if I agree with that because they acting up. I know, but you supposed to let your light. They ain't got a commandment on that light. You and I got a commandment on our life. Let our light so shine before men that they will see our good work. I know they don't deserve it. I know they've been bad. I know they ain't treat you right. But your job is to shine Jesus. Oh, man. That's it. That, listen, I'm hot. I'm tired. I'm done. If you're out there. And you are subject to the Savior's invitation. God has emotions, church. And God has a way of feeling about ungratefulness. When we just can't say thank you. And for all the days of our life, all of our life, my life too, to give God more thanks. To give him more he gave the apostles this story to let them know, don't get it wrong, even at your best, you're still a debtor. But he wanted them to know, but God, through his blessedness, have given you still the power that if you would just speak to the tree, and said, tree, 
Steve, I removed that God can do that for you. That's right, by faith. Now, I'm going to leave you all with this because this is very important. Because somebody said, my brother, but there, then what is this all about then? If it's not merit, if not reward, getting anything, or if God not keeping my record, my number and everything, what's this all about? I tell you what it's all about. It's all about love. All this is is our way of showing God. We love him with all of our heart. We appreciate him with all of our heart. He commands us to come together and commune together as a family every, every week so we show up because this is his will and because we love him. Amen. Not because we're forced to do it, because we love our father. We love Jesus. And we want to show relationship. Because of love, God one day going to crack the sky, going to come back. And he's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servants. He said, I've read your heart. I see that you genuinely love me. He can say, you've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Come into the joy of the Lord. If you're out there, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. That's it. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Won't you come right now? The water's ready. Heaven's ready. Hear, believe, repent, confess. Get yourself baptized into Christ. Come right now as we all stand and sing the hymn of invitation to give somebody out there the opportunity to obey God and be thankful. Amen. I was sinking deep in sin. Maybe you're out there. Let me say this before I close out. If you would have read chapter 17 from verse 1, I ain't asked you to read it, but if you would have read that, you would have learned that God was preparing the disciples because teaching them that offense will come. Mm -hmm. They will be offenses. People will be offended. People will be, uh, uh, get mad and be unforgiving and all these other things will happen. And what God was trying to teach them also was that all of us, from time to time, are going to be offended about something. But he really wanted to show them the big picture is when we talk about holding grudges, and I ain't speaking to this person for six months and a year, God is trying to say, who do you think you are? Amen. I mean, who do you think you are to withhold forgiveness? From somebody and stand before me and ask me to forgive you no matter what you do. But you don't have the heart to be able to tolerate some stuff. Go through some stuff. Hold up against some stuff. He said well, offenses will come, yes. And woe unto that man who caused the offense. For it be better for him to throw himself into the river. But he reminded us, but that's not your job. Your job is to let your light shine. Your job is to make sure that you understand that you are the servant. That we all are in debt to God. And we want God to judge us. Well, we might not want it. But God's going to judge us. Mercy. Yeah. The same yeah. way we judge other folk. Amen. 
If you are rigid, then God can be rigid. Yeah, that's right. If you are hard, then God gonna be hard. But if you are humble, and if you're just thankful to God just for helping and saving you, then God will bless you and be thankful for you being his child. Isn't God good? Sing another song. Amen. Amen. Oh, to Jesus. Thankfulness. Amen.